In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we just <clears throat> heard this beautiful lesson about Mary and Joseph dutifully bringing Jesus to be circumcised according to, they had already brought Jesus to be circumcised according to Leviticus. And now the lesson that we heard, they bring Jesus to the temple to be presented in today's lesson. I served at Christchurch Cathedral for a bunch of years and this, uh, this story is depicted in this stained glass window that's just above the baptismal font. This is one of my favorite stained glass windows in the cathedral. Being poor, Mary and Joseph offered two turtle doves because they could afford, couldn't afford a lamb according to the laws of Leviticus. If she cannot afford a sheep, she shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her behalf, and she shall be clean. Simeon and Anna were waiting for this child that was to bring new life to the nations, waiting and waiting and waiting. Once seeing the child, the Messiah promised by God, Simeon launched into these familiar words known to us through the centuries as the Nunc Dimittis, The words are slightly different depending on the arrangement as they're sung. This version will be sung as today's communion anthem. Listen to just a slight difference in the words. Lord God, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as promised in your word. My eyes have seen the Savior, Christ the Lord, prepared by you for all the world to see, to shine on nations trapped in darkest night, the glory of your people and their light. Sometimes I think it feels like we're trapped in darkest night in our current world. Simeon continued to indicate that Mary would have a sword pierce her own soul. Simeon waited his whole life for this child and now held in his arms the hope of all the ages and the yearning of his lifetime. For what are we waiting and yearning in our time? Like Simeon, Anna is a prophet, is a person of the spirit, one who spent her time waiting and praying in the temple. She spent a lifetime of praying in the temple, night and day. When the sight of Jesus, with the sight of Jesus, she began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Israel. It was Anna that the theologian Kierkegaard calls purity of heart is to will one thing. There is need of only one thing to be near Jesus, to see salvation dawn. Through the wisdom and faithfulness of these two seasoned prophets, Jesus was launched to be the person God intended him to be, launched with hope, with truth, and with fear. Mary was to witness the falling and rising of her son. We heard the words of Simeon, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed 
so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. So today is called the feast day of the presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ, 40 days after the birth of Jesus, celebrated locally in Jerusalem on February 14th since around the year 350. And it's now universally celebrated on February 2nd. It's a major feast day, and yet we've moved it from February 2nd to this closest Sunday. It's also known as Candlemas, which includes a service of blessing of candles, which we'll do at the end of today's service. In some churches, there is a congregational procession, much like that of the great vigil of Easter. The words of Simeon are said with the antiphon, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. The words commemorate Jesus' entry into the temple. And then a beginning prayer is said. God, our Father, source of all light, today you revealed to the aged Simeon your light, which enlightens the nations. Fill our hearts with the light of faith, that we who bear these candles may walk in the path of goodness and come to the light that shines forever your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Then the procession is halted, and this prayer is said, O God, you have made this day holy by the presentation of your Son in the temple and by the purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mercifully grant that we who delight in her humble readiness to be the birth giver of the only begotten may rejoice forever in our adoption as sisters and brothers through Jesus Christ, our Lord. As the procession approaches the altar, this antiphon is said, we have waited in silence on your loving kindness, O Lord, in the midst of your temple. Your praise, like your name, O God, reaches to the world's end. Your right hand is full of justice. The colic for the day is then said, and the Holy Eucharist continues with the Gloria as we have this morning. This day commemorates the day of Jesus' light being brought to all nations, this child bringing love for all people, not some people, but for all people of every generation, this child destined for the falling and rising of many. Jesus suffered and died and then was raised to glory. Jesus was launched to be the person God intended him to be, as hard and as painful as that must have been for his parents. Mary and Joseph were amazed at what was being said about Jesus, and I wonder if they really knew all that was to come. We're all children of God and are all launched to be fully who God intends us to be. We're all created in the image and love of God to find our place in God's mission We've waited in silence on your loving kindness, O Lord, in the midst of your temple. Your praise, like your name, O God, reaches to the world's end, and your right hand is full of justice. So today's the annual meeting at St. Matt's. And like Marissa, I delight in annual meeting time, not necessarily in all the work that it takes to create the annual report and all that's prepared, but rather what this time sets aside to reveal to a community 
a time to celebrate the ministries done in and from this place, the generosity of gifts offered throughout the year, the ways you've deepened your faith and spread the good news of this child presented so many years ago in the temple. I read your annual report, and I commend it to your reading and prayer. You may not have read all of it, but I encourage you to do that, especially to stay for the meeting. You're an amazing and faithful community with your eyes focused on this Jesus who brings light into our darkest night. Do you have much to celebrate and countless blessings for which to give thanks? Absolutely. Do you have love flowing in and through all that you do and all that you are? Absolutely. Do you have challenges? Of course. And you have each other to find the hope that is yours in the midst of those challenges. Over the weekend, I attended a fundraiser, a concert by Low Strong. Has anybody heard of Low Strong or been to a concert of theirs? No? Okay. Low Strong is a group of extraordinary Yale undergraduates who break out of the classical cello repertoire and venture into the realm of classical rock and pop. There were 11 cellists who performed using their, incredibly vers their incredible versatility of the cello to unimaginable effect. They were unique and brought exciting sound to rock classics, heavy metal favorites, pop tunes, not what you normally would hear on a cello. And not only did they magnificently perform, they offered a master class to high school and middle school youth who were studying to be cellists. This was in Glastonbury. And together with the young students, at the very end, they offered a final piece, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. You probably know that song. These Yale students shared their gifts with young cellists, and then they played with them. It's a wonderful metaphor as I was kind of sifting through in my head all of what you are all about in this place. Music has a way of transcending us to another place. And as I sat in the low-strung performance of precision and passion and uniqueness, I thought of you all and what you've accomplished together. You received the awaited light of Christ, and you let your light shine in so many ways. Just as these unique musicians make music together, so you do ministry with your myriad of gifts, and you actually make music together in this place. And Andrew would definitely agree with me on that. So I wonder as you go through the annual meeting and head home today, I wonder what your job is to do right now as you all rejoice in having seen the light that enlightens the nations along with aged Simeon and Anna. For what are you waiting and yearning in our time? Let us pray. Fill our hearts with the light of faith, that we may walk in the path of goodness and come to the light that shines forever, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. <laughs>